Little helpful tip for all you guys out there. If the condom breaks, just sit her ass down to some uncooked white rice. I mean, it worked for my iPod. Hello, and welcome to a show that says Madonna must be allergic to something. And that something must be shitty plastic surgery. Here on the Beerpod Network! Season 2! Because your theory is, we're going to go down there and have a donkey barbecue, and I'm going to furnish the ass, right? You are not You don't know where that's been. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome back to episode 17 of the Peter Pod Network. We're happy to have you back, so let's get right into this shit. I am Peter Pod, he's Will in the back, and this week's mascot. Andy Dick, a.k.a. The Dick, spent so much time on his knees that Phil Hartman's wife thought he was the other woman. That's right, we are proud to announce that this week's mascot is none other than the man with the very sticky plans, Southern California's favorite inmate, and Cell Block D's favorite boyfriend, the flamingly obvious Andy Dick. And also this week, we're going to talk about shiny, happy people. That's right, America's most rapey family is back in the spotlight with a brand new documentary. We feel we are just the assholes to handle this properly. And the Manchester location of the Flight Center just announced that they have decided to close that door. And that's also made easier when the Sheriff's Department comes to evict you and change the locks. Danny Bonaduce just had to have brain surgery. Because apparently spending a large part of your life drunk and on drugs isn't actually that good for you. Who knew? Somebody finally did something about Bam Margera. And that someone is the California Department of Mental Health. Evangelist and religious leader in 2000's Pat Robertson has passed away. We're assuming because even God has had enough. And we are sad to announce another death of someone who actually mattered. Wrestling legend and crack cocaine aficionado, the Iron Sheik, died this week. And holy shit, are we going to have fun with that one? So stay tuned to the end because we have one hell of a show for you this week. And this week's email was pretty tame except for one ambitious listener. Nebby Jen in Greenfield, New Hampshire. Who wrote that her stepmother is ruining her father's life and wanted to know if we would make her stepmother a queen of the jackals in a future episode. Well, Jen, sure. We can go ahead and make your stepmother queen of the jackals and say things like, She's wearing her panties and a pirate ship somewhere is missing its sail. Or that her hair doubles as a dye bar jizz rag. We could even say that your stepmother's vagina is the reason sadness exists. You could do all that, sure, but is it really needed? If we were to say things like your stepmother's tits hang so low that they attract cats, or your stepmother's face reminds us of the airport runway, mostly because people are always coming and going on it, would it really help your situation? So do you, Jen, we say this. Send us what you got and we'll see what we feel like doing. And if you want to get a message to us, just like Jen did, email us at thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. Let us know what's on your mind. We may respond with something offensive, but hey, what is life if not a gamble? Just ask those Duggar kids. <laughs> you can go ahead and let us know what you liked and what you didn't. We can go ahead and tell you you need a high hard one. Of course, that's fun for the whole family. Subscribe to the Peter Pod Network wherever you find us and give us a follow on all the major socials. Just because we're such swell guys, we made it easier to listen to the Peter Pod Network at work. By going on Amazon Music, Spotify, Samsung Podcasts, YouTube, and more. Like we always say, if you see a search bar, type in Peter Pod Network and see what happens. And if you want to find the home of all things Peter Pod Network, and simply stop by PeterPodNetwork.com. See the archives and find all the full episodes, art, and songs that make us the people your parents told you to stay away from. And speaking of songs, the sound company has gone ahead and made two more for this week. So stay tuned for that as well, because even we were surprised you can drink that much and still make something that good. Couldn't tell you how they write and record two full songs in less than three hours every week. But those stupid sons of a thousand bitches have gone and done it again. So without further ado, let's dive a little deeper into New Hampshire's favorite shitty little show with... King of the Jam! 
guess you know we're about to piss somebody off. Yes, that's right, King of the Jackholes has made its triumphant return, and for this special occasion, we decided to go with a whole royal family of fuckery. And if you were paying attention earlier, you know. This week's King of the Jackholes, none other than the stars of 20 Kids and Counting, or whatever the fuck it was called, the Duggars. Not all of them, though, just the creepy pedo peddlers and the cult they now lead. Anyone who's anyone has already found Amazon Prime's newest documentary that takes a really fucking deep dive into the Learning Channel's former television stars. And they're 20 goddamn kids. We say goddamn for a reason, because we seriously doubt our old drinking buddy Jesus H. Christ would be down with the sickness. And just for fun, you guys and gals want to hear a good joke? Well, what's the difference between Jesus Christ and a picture of Jesus Christ? Well, you only need one nail for the picture. And right about now, I'm really hoping my aunt is not listening to this program. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure I know it would be giving me the finger at this year's Family Fourth of July barbecue. But since we aren't here to roast religion, let's go back to the cult. Holy hell in a handbasket, do we mean cult? Specifically, the IBLP, and its creepy shithead leader Bill Goddard, and his obsession of little girls who he helped groom into being obedient little slaves. I kinda did that too. Manual labor camps and shit. Anyways, as the story goes, when Jim Bob Duggar, and frankly with a name like Jim Bob Duggar, shouldn't have as many teeth as he does, but when Jimmy Bob heard about the IBLP, apparently he said, that's the cult for me because that motherfucker went all in. And for those who wonder why these jackholes decided 20 kids was such a great idea, because that's what the IBLP teaches you to do. So eventually you can take over the religious control of the country. Holy shit, dude. And I'm sure everyone remembers the months of reports that came out about the oldest Duggar child, Josh Duggar, when he was charged and convicted on child porn charges in Arkansas. And when he admitted he liked to get handsy with his underage sisters while they sleep. Which has got to be its own kind of personal hell for those girls when someone finally told them. But at least they got to find out why their shirts were undone and their asses were bleeding. And I'm kidding on that. They didn't go into specifics of what he was doing. Just that he may not be the best person to choose to watch your kids. Other revelations that came from the documentary were numerous and included things like Jim Bob makes you fill out a 45-page application to date his daughters. If you do want to date him, you better be ready to marry him. And soon. Because you can't even kiss a girl in this wackadoo cult until your wedding night. Hell, they even have a guide for your honeymoon. That, according to one of the Duggar daughters, tells you about one sex position and how to give a decent handjob. No wonder everybody in that family is so repressed they're assholes and make diamonds out of Josh Duggar's dick. You would imagine that a father of 20 fucking kids would walk away from the whole thing when he learned that his religion was conducting what many believe was child labor camps. And the guy leading the whole thing, a man that was never married and had no kids, was requesting a bunch of young girls to be around him at practically all times. But not our Jim Bob. No, our old boy didn't decide that there's just some shit you need to be as far away from as possible. No, he decided to become their new leader. When the last guy had to step down because the accusations of rape, molestation, and other acts that would make R. Kelly proud piled up way too fucking high and could no longer be ignored. And for the record, the next time someone tries to make you feel like shit because their education is so great, remind them that both Reverend Fuckhead here and Ted Kaczynski, who coincidentally died this week, both have PhDs. There's so much shit covered in this documentary that there's just no way we're going to be able to cover everything without having this show end up being an hour long. And honestly, I don't like you people enough to make a show that long without having strippers and a good bottle of single malt. So to keep in the tradition of King of the Jackals, this week's winners are the televised reason birth control is so important, the family that literally does everything together, even the sticky stuff your uncle tells you not to talk about, and more specifically, the man who thinks God's plan includes lawyer's fees. That's right, Jim Bob Duggar mostly, but goddamn, Duggar family you are. King of the Jackals! Wait. You're my best pal Hey, hey, hey 
like having you around It's been such a nice day out here picking flowers out with you under the sun You look nice today We should do this again We could feed the homeless Now to get an ice cream Maybe be can fudge for me Peter Pod News Station's world-famous Stage 5. Join our hosts in discovering what makes you tick, New Hampshire. Is your neighbor secretly running a Taiwanese brothel out of his basement? He is. Are they open when I get off work tonight? They are. Do we know if they accept checks? They do. Can someone call my wife and let her know I'll be late? On it. This is the PPN News. Welcome back to your local New Hampshire news. 
Manchester's Flight Center, the craft beer restaurant where you two can witness a crime in their parking lot on South Willow Street, has just announced this week that they'll be closing their doors at that particular location. And anyone who's eaten there is more than okay with that. We here at the PPN News don't understand the appeal of shitty warm beer and undercooked food, but that didn't stop the restaurant from throwing away good money after bad, and then eventually no money at all as the sheriff was called down to evict their asses for not paying rent and change the locks on the doors. But you wouldn't know it from the message to the community that they released on social media as they stated the closure was their decision as they thanked Manchester for its patronage. Soon after, of course, former employees unleashed their hatred for the place when they went ahead and released their own message stating that they showed up to work one day there was nobody home, and after making sure they wouldn't get stabbed by a homeless drug addict in the parking lot, realized they no longer had jobs and went on their merry way. Gostown Mountain View Middle School was a victim of arson this week as a small building out back was intentionally set on fire. No one has been caught so far, much to the disappointment of those who were sitting on We Didn't Start the Fire jokes, which would be the first time anyone made Billy Joel relevant in years. Surprisingly, not a lot of information has been released so far, and what little info there is has mostly only been on social media. Because when the community is afraid that there's a batshit crazy firebug running around town, as little information as possible to ease their concerns is always the way to go. Sure, the residents of Gostown may be worried that they may wake up in the middle of the night only to find that everybody in their house now resembles a Pop-Tart that's been left in the oven for way too fucking long. But at least you know you'll be warm. And finally tonight on the BPN News, Manchester streets are starting to resemble a bumper car track from hell this week as the amount of hit and runs in the Queen City are getting to be a stupidly large number. At least one person, who was in a fucking wheelchair for fuck's sake, is dead and another pedestrian or two have been injured. There's a shit ton of reports of other minor incidents throughout Manchester keep flooding in. Now don't get us wrong, we all love Mario Kart. There's a big difference between someone shooting a turtle shell at someone else in a video game and running over someone's dog in broad daylight on Beach Street. Which was my cousin's dog, by the way. So for the first time ever, the PPN News is asking for the public's help in finding who killed the Doberman Boo Boo in the area of Beach Street and Mystic Street. If you live in the area and have a ring doorbell or other surveillance devices, or if you've seen a vehicle with blood and damage, don't be a piss weasel. Let someone know. It takes a real piece of shit to kill someone's dog and run away like a little bitch. So if you are the one who did it and you're listening to this show, you can go fuck yourself, because tiny dick energy is real and you got it. Hi everybody, it's me again, Jeff McConaughey. And my stepbrother Matthew was threatening me with rehab if I don't stop making these commercials. Telling y'all about the inebriating majesty of drunken advantage malt liquor. The only malt liquor preferred by the children of Somali pirates. That's right, they ain't got no drinking age in that little section of hell. Speaking of hell, you want to make sure that when you get there, the devil shakes your hand and says something like, Damn, no one's ever been that drunk and still able to operate a milking machine before. That was one spectacular way to die. They reach no further than the bathroom stall without a lock at your local gas station. You can get yourself some of that beautifully cloudy and suspiciously chunky malt liquor. That's right, that's the drunken advantage. Remember when Jesus was the name of a guy on a cross that's hanging on your grandmother's wall? And not the name you gave to the police when you reported your bike stolen? Remember when Madonna didn't look Asian? Remember when Tree Fitty was pronounced 350. Well, then what you need is the drunken advantage. That's right, the same drunken advantage that makes your mother-in-law second-guess herself before she decides to start throwing hands. The same drunken advantage that Lindsay Lohan has had since she was 12. You can only get that drunken advantage from drunken advantage malt liquor. The only malt liquor that knows. You can give two shits at the car behind you with flashing blue lights. You're gonna win this race or die trying. That's Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor. 
Because sometimes five to ten ain't shit. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor does not condone drinking and driving. Sure, it's fun, but we have to tell you not to do it. And definitely do not stop by the studio to pick me up after work so we can go get loaded. Welcome back to our world, our little way of saying, we're all pieces of shit, so we might as well enjoy it. Former child star, radio host, and prolific former drug addict Danny Bonaducci is undergoing brain surgery after a mystery illness kicked his ass and left a redheaded mess with speech problems, loss of balance, and an inability to do pretty much anything other than look like a pile of poor decisions. And we're not dragging him on this. He said it first when he explained, I can't figure out what caused this because I've done so many stupid things. And anyone who's kept up with the Ginger One knows and he's had issues with trauma to the head. Of course, an alcohol and drug habit that stretched on so long that Pablo Escobar probably said, at least I'm not that guy. Thankfully, the surgery on June 2nd does appear to be a success, as Bonaducci is said to be in good spirits after giving a health update on Twitter that simply read, I lived, bitch. Next night, we don't know if we had any part in it. Most likely not, but we'll take the credit anyways. But someone finally did something about Bam Margera, as the skateboarder turned professional crackhead was put on a 5150 hold in Southern California. For those who don't know, a 5150 hold means you're out of your ever-loving mind and need to be kept away from the public for your own safety. And everybody else's peace of mind that you won't do something like those fuckheads used to do bath salts back in the 90s when they tried to eat human flesh. And yes, kid, that was actually something used to happen. The former jackass star found out the hard way that his addiction was completely out of control when a certain celebrity and former Kardashian whipping boy came to visit him in the hospital where he is currently staying. And just putting this out there, but you know you fucked up bad when the voice of reason to knock the stupid shit off is Lamar Odom. Here's hoping Bam gets better, and if he can't, well, hopefully somebody will take some video and he's letting people kick him in the nuts on the street corners for enough money to pay for an eight ball. And another news televangelist and part-time assbag Pat Robinson was found dead this week at the age of 93. And while some see the fact that he lived to such an old age as proof that God was with him, others are stating that he only lived that long because the devil wants to make sure everything is perfect for when Robinson arrives in his own special place in hell. Services for the Schiller of God are expected to be extravagant, because even though the Bible says a rich man would have an easier time passing through the eye of a needle than getting into heaven, some horseshit like that. When do you have as much money as Robinson does? Well, why not have a golden fountain filled with Mountain Dew for the kids? Many know Robinson from his television show 700 Club, and his failed predictions more than a couple presidential elections. It appears that even though God told a shitload of people to send this ass bag a shitload of money, God definitely did not tell Robinson to shut the fuck up. Some of the better aforementioned predictions hilariously include a prediction that a terrorist attack that would include nuclear weapons would occur in 2007. And yeah, he fucked that one up. And a prediction that the end of the world would happen in 1982, which was such a fail that the Nobel Prize Committee, one of the most serious people in the world, had a little fun with Robertson and others who were making the same end of the world predictions by awarding them the IG Nobel Prize for, and I paraphrase, teaching the world to be careful when making assumptions, which basically means shut up, you fucking assbag. And in actual sad news, the wrestling world is a little bit darker. Made by the news, legendary Iron Sheik has died. Known for both battling Hulk Hogan in the squared circle and a heavy crack addiction pretty much everywhere else, the one-time Howard Stern reoccurring guest said to have passed away peacefully, though an exact cause of death is unknown. But judging by how much white powder the man shoved up his nose, most just surprised he made it this long without either dying or ending his ass up in a jail cell. 
Thoughts and well wishes were shared throughout the week as the controversial character was remembered for his in-ring work and also his refusal to chill the fuck out. And true to the character that he portrayed, Khosro Ali Vaziri, better known as the Iron Sheik or Sheiky Baby, left this world with one last message on his Twitter page. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Damn, Father tonight, four kids, including a fucking baby, were found alive this week in the Amazon jungle after a plane that was carrying them and their parents crashed in the jungle and killed only the adults on board 40 fucking days ago. That's right, you heard that correctly. These kids, whose ages are 13, 9, and 4, plus an infant, survived wandering the craziest jungle on planet Earth for a staggering 40 days before they were found. How they managed to prevent the smaller ones from being swallowed by an anaconda is not quite clear, but it is very clear that these are some scary fucking kids we are going to have one hell of a story when they get back to school. Well, that's even if they have to go back to school, because at this point, we think it's possible these kids already know everything they're going to need for quite a fucking while. Military, civilian, and indigenous, tri- indigenous tribes, I can't say that fucking word, indigenous tribes to the jungle all came together to search for the group, which may have been the reason why it took so long to find them. Because if I'm lost in a jungle and I run into one of these tribes from Wakanda, I'm going to do the mile in 10 seconds as I run my skinny ass in the other direction. Jack went down to City Hall to marry his girl But as it turns out, she went and broke his world And now he walks around, sad and depressed But he's got that voodoo doll made from a wedding dress And now he walks the city, he's hoping he can see her walk around with a unibrow and a tits hanging out her knees. Hey, I saw her the other day. She stuck with five kids, living in a Chevrolet. Hey, I couldn't help but laugh as she lived long, cause her husband kicked her ass. And a tit still at her knees Hey, I saw her the other day She stuck with five kids Living in a Chevrolet Hey, I couldn't help but laugh And she limped long Cause her husband kicked her ass
And that is our show for this week. We apologize to the more religious listeners of this program. All right, no, we don't, but we're willing to pretend. Thank you again to Jen for the only email that was worth reading, and a special shout-out to the former employees of the Flight Center. That really does suck. So if you want to write in, you hit us up at thepeterbodnetwork at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Make sure you're ready to hear right back from us. Hit that subscribe button and follow us on all the major socials, including Amazon Music, Spotify, Samsung Podcasts, YouTube, and a shitload more. Find the archives at peterpodnetwork.com and take a deep dive into our madness. So for Will in the Back, I am Peter Pod, and this week's mascot, Andy Dick, a.k.a. Captain Touches Too Much, is the only former cast member at News Radio to win a 10-day all-expenses-paid trip to county jail. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Monday only on the Peter Pod Network. Just trying to have some fun Just trying to have